Hi friend, my name's Zane Khan and after over 20 years of struggling to make friends because I thought I was too different, too loud, too sensitive, too emotional, I finally figured out how to deliberately make friends who were compatible with me and my growth. When I figured out how to live the life of joy and connection I always wanted, I promised myself I wouldn't stop until I helped everyone on this planet who feels lonely, isolated, or like they're too much of something. I make it simple. Own exactly who you are and use the tools I give you to make friends in a way that's safe, fun, and aligned. If you're ready to stop dreaming of making new friends and start actually going out into the world to make them, then let's go. Hello my beautiful friends, welcome or welcome back to Making Friends. I have been away for a little while. It has been almost two months and I'm actually okay with it just because I have been working so hard and so diligently to create content for y'all, to up-level my coaching program, to work on all of the things on the back end so that I can show up here and deliver the best possible quality content for you, my people. And I am really proud to say I really did a lot of that. And you'll see most of that next week, though I did go through my own program, make three friends in three months, and I'm really happy with how it turned out. I put myself out there, as you'll see in a second, I did all the things and I gleaned so much value from the experience for you. And I just love that. But I want to address the first thing that comes to mind here. I know that I am the friendship coach, so maybe expected that I know how to make friends. Like that's just logical and expected, but I promise you, Despite the fact that I've been coached and certified and done the work, I still have a human brain with human thoughts and emotions. It's like if a personal trainer were to want to put on five pounds of muscle, you know they understand how to build muscle. They know the forms, the tools, the best gyms, the right food to eat, and they still have a human brain, which means you better bet that when they wake up at 6 a.m., they don't want to go to the gym. They have the same thoughts that you and I have when we, I mean, forget gym. For me, it's like walking five minutes, but, you know, oh, I don't want to go. I can go tomorrow. I'll go after work or school, and we all know how that turns out. They still have those thoughts. The key difference here is they have developed the discipline to the point where they can go anyway, and it's like for me, I still had a lot of doubt and fear going into this three friends in three months program. And I just, I've never done it quite like this before. Making friends hasn't been, you know, through a program for me. I did a lot of coaching on it, though it was never in a structured way like this. So it, it was a great experience. But I digress. I don't want you to look at the fact that I'm a friendship coach and use that against yourself. Sure, yes, I have developed the skills, I've done all the coaching, and I still had all the doubts and fears. So don't let me being a friendship coach be another reason to compare and disempower yourself because what I did these past three months can be done in your own way, I promise you. Right, so my mindset going into this was excited but also nervous. It was kind of fun to test drive my own program and meet new people, and I had all the thoughts and doubts. Is it disingenuous to make friends this way? What if I fail in my own darn program? Will that take away my credibility as a friendship coach? How am I gonna tell these people that I had a very clear goal of making friends going through this program once all the dust is settled? 
But then I thought of you and how you're going to have the same doubts in my program and so many more because you likely haven't had the self-development and coaching around the topic of friendship in the same way I have. And this became so much more than about me and my anxieties. It became about sinking into being an example of what is possible for you. And I don't take that lightly. So the first friend I met was actually at a fan expo convention where fans of different TV shows and movies and video games all get together to see voice actor panels and buy merch and do all the things. And as I was going into this, I was thinking again of you and asked myself, what would be some of the main obstacles with this type of event specifically that you would face if you were to go to a, an event like this? And I think the main one that a lot of you would face is the desire to make new friends but also anxiety when it comes to fear of judgment when it comes to going alone to this kind of event at this point in my self-development journey this isn't so much of an issue for me but for my clients i tell them and you listening now people especially a bunch of dorks i say dorks with love and solidarity as i am one are too busy worrying about themselves and voice acting lineups and merch prices to care about what you're doing and thinking. I know this is a pretty common idea thrown around a lot, but I promise you it's true. I know this is a pretty common idea thrown around a lot, but I promise you it's true. It's like, do you think so deeply about other people being alone or with friends when you go to an event like this? Okay, so <laughs> I remember going to a concert alone one time thinking that, oh gosh, what if people are staring at me? at a freaking concert it was so funny the headliner was a bit of a class clown joking kind of guy so he asked everyone in the crowd who's here with a partner and then people are like oh yes then he's like who's here with their bestie and then more people are like yes hooray then there's this pause and he goes and who's here alone and just like that this really weird voice and me and a few others raise our hands and we don't even cheer because there's this air of like self-consciousness about it and then the headliner goes well I have the perfect song for you and then he plays one of his newer songs called ain't got no friends and the crowd including a single friend this quote-unquote people start bursting out laughing so all this to say even if people do notice you alone at this kind of event it's such a quick small thing that no one really cares about and if they do, unless they're one of the three friends you're going to meet, who cares? You'll never see them again, I promise you. Okay, back to the convention. I went through most of the day relatively okay. It was a bit crowded and stuffy and not fully my scene in that respect. But there was one thing I really wanted from this event besides the possibility of a friend. And that was to attend a voice acting panel, which is where there were a couple of voice actors who taught you some beginner tips and tricks and industry secrets in case you ever wanted to voice act, which is something that is on my radar like so many other things, as y'all know. I was just waiting there alone at the little open room where the event was going to be held. It's just me, the rows of empty chairs and empty desks in the podium area. I'm just casually standing there and then this person comes up, looks around my age and asks if this is a voice acting panel and I go, oh yeah, it totally is. At this point, I'm not even thinking of three friends in three months. I'm just full on excited to meet someone else who I can have a one-to-one -one conversation with. So we sit down and completely hit it off. He's from an island close to where I am. He's recently gotten into voice acting. We actually share a lot of other interests like TV shows that we liked and games that we like to play. 
And the conversation flows so well. He asked me questions, I answered, then I do the same with him. It was only after the voice acting panel when we exchanged info that I realized I not only had the friend making conversation I set out to have, but I also kind of made a friend. And like I say kind of because since he's not here in Vancouver, since he's on the island and was coming here specifically for this event, it was pretty unlikely that we'd see each other even talk after and truthfully we haven't but i managed to strengthen my friend making muscle what do i mean by that my friend i did all of the things that will help me create even more friendships or have more friend making conversations in the future lean into residual discomfort of going somewhere alone start an actual meaningful conversation with someone who shares a common interest exchange information with that person and you know this one isn't as relevant for you but you know, when you're making friends, being able to come up with teachings for you, my people, you know, it's just so valuable for me that I get that as a byproduct. And then, of course, like this idea of going somewhere that I wanted to go anyway, I would have had so much fun at this panel and learned so much, even if I didn't have this opportunity. So I think, you know, that's one of the three takeaways I want to want to share with you is um, go places that you have an interest in going anywhere where even if you go alone and don't necessarily meet the person or even have the friend making conversation, at least you've gleaned value from going somewhere that you wanted to go anyway. And that's the thing, it's not always about finding someone who you're going to be BFF text every day, braid each other's hair on the weekend friends with, but just about getting comfortable putting yourself out there, going to new places, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't. I am so glad I met Let's call him D, just for sake of anonymity. It was such a lovely experience. And hey, I did say that when I publish my middle grade novel down the road, I probably will have voice actors for the audiobook and he will be top of mind for me, which is so fun. Two other big takeaways besides go somewhere where you have an interest anyway is go early to events. When you go right on time or a bit before the event, people are gonna already be seated, chit-chatting with each other, and you'll be even more concerned with you know the actual event finding seating rather than talking to people. But in this case, because I was so early, it was just me in an empty room with Dee, and we got to talk really nicely, and it was super fun. So that's just one little tip and trick here is to go early to events if you're able to. And the second one, and I think most important out of the three, is drop the expectations. It's so much more fun to go into it with the thought of, I could have an amazing connecting conversation today, and I'll, as a byproduct, get better at talking to people and leaning into any discomfort or social anxiety I have. Because again, I'm likely not going to talk to D anytime in the near future, and that is okay. I had a beautiful connecting conversation with him, and I'm just overjoyed at that. You know, I, I just can't complain. And I think for you as someone who actively wants to make friends and is interested in this, leaning into that discomfort of, and having those conversations will be everything for you. Overall, it was such a great experience and we literally have two more friends left to talk about, but I think I'm going to save both of those for part two because this is going to be way too long if I uh, talk about them here. But that's coming next week along with a so many other beautiful goodies for you that I've been working on the past couple months. And yeah, be sure to tune into that. Until then, 
Be sure to check out my website at zaneconcoaching.com if you want to learn more about me and my socials. And if you want to book a uh, discovery call where we can talk about three friends in three months for you and what that would look like if it's something you're interested in working with me one-on-one in this program. So yeah, let me know if you would like to do that through my website. Thank you all so much for listening and I will see you next week. Bye.